What would your life look like if you felt confident in your body and in your health habits? We believe that confidence is possible for all people. This is the Free Method Podcast, and I'm your host, Dylan Murphy, registered dietitian and owner of Free Method Nutrition. We are dedicated to empowering women to make peace with food, heal their relationship with their body, and create sustainable health habits. Come hang with us each week as we have conversations that will inspire you to live a life of freedom. Let's dive into today's show. Welcome back to another episode of Free Method Podcast. Today I have Chelsea Medley, who is a colleague of mine in the Nashville community, someone that if you're any of my clients listening, you probably recognize her name. She's someone I definitely send a lot of clients to. But yeah, Chelsea, welcome to Free Method Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. Yeah. So could you tell our listeners just a little bit about you, who you are, what you do for work, that sort of thing? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a family nurse practitioner and I work outside of Nashville in just a primary care office. Um, but I do a lot of medical management of eating disorders, mm-hmm. and then I, I operate from a health at every size approach um, to practice, which is pretty unique in the area. Yeah, for sure. I know. I feel like when I think about like nurse practitioners or doctors that I send clients to, I can only think of, I mean, not even really a handful, like several I know, people it's that really I'm like, tough. okay, I would send you there. What, and I don't, I I don't know if I've ever asked you this too, what like got you interested in like eating disorders specifically and even practicing from that health at every size approach, since it is, like you said, very kind of rare, especially to see with like doctors, nurse practitioners, that sort of thing. Right. Well, I just stumbled into it. I was working Mm -hmm. at a clinic where one of the other providers did some and Mm -hmm. she was booked up. So I would see the patient initially and just had never learned much about it, felt like I didn't know what I was doing. So started mm-hmm. learning, connecting to dietitians and therapists in the community. And then just treating those patients naturally led me to health at every size. I felt like, you know, I would go in one room and tell people not to worry about, you know, their weight and, yeah, um, you know, be mindful about nutrition. And then in another room, we're going diet and exercise. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what is, what is happening? I'm yeah. creating one problem in one room. And then going into the next yes. one and treating it. Yeah. And I wonder if you feel similar. I feel like I talk about a lot how as dietitians, I feel like we're trained in this very like weight focused approach, a lot of talk on calories. I mean, even I often tell people, I'm like, I feel like I was trained to like give people eating disorders. And so yeah. now I'm having to like unlearn. And I feel like that's been a lot of, even my years in practice and years as a dietitian has been a lot of even like unlearning certain things I learned in school and relearning it through a different lens. I'm curious if you feel similar with what you learned. Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, the diseases we learned about, the treatment was weight loss, weight loss, diet and exercise. Mm-hmm. It didn't really go much further than that um, or in depth than that. And, you know, some of it's run by insurance companies too, Mm -hmm. or we're required sometimes to Mm. um, document BMI, weight, document that we've advised the patient to lose weight. Mm -hmm. And that's really frustrating because that really hasn't changed much. Mm. And I I see that being hard too, when it's like 
you kind of feel like your hands are tied of like insurance yes. is making me do this. It's not necessarily yeah. what I would recommend, but you know, for insurance yeah, purposes, I have to put it. Yep. It's super frustrating, but they mm. rule the world. Yeah. <laughs> it feels Gosh, like <laughs> they do. It's so annoying. Uh, well, what I wanted to chat about is a very popular, I feel like medication or just medications that we see nowadays, um, Ozempic being one of them, but just, yeah, a lot of these like weight loss medications that, um, you know, probably originated or not probably originated for other purposes and have now Mm -hmm. turned into kind of like a new craze, fad, that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, would love to hear maybe even first, like what you've seen, because I don't even know, like, are some of these medications newer? Are some of these the mm. kind of thing where it's like they've been around for a while, but now they've been like targeted more towards weight loss? Um, right. Yeah. What have you seen? Yeah. So the class of medication is are called GLP-1 agonists. And that class has been around for a while. Um, mm. I think the first, I did a little bit of research for this and mm. semeglutide or ozempic, which is the one, you know, we're hearing all sorts of things about that yeah. came out in 2017 um, as a diabetes medication. And that's mm. how this class started life. It was, you know, meant to treat diabetes, mm. but one of the side effects was weight loss, mm-hmm. um, which was kind of unique. A lot of our diabetes meds cause weight gain. Mm, yeah. Not, you know, no one ever wants that um, as a side effect. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, no one's ha- happy about that. So I'm sure the pharmaceutical yes. companies went back tweaked. How can we make something that's different, better? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of where these meds came out. Mm-hmm. And now that, you know, once they saw sustained, well, or at least an amount of weight loss with the meds, mm-hmm. they went back to yeah. the FDA and got approval for the same molecule as a weight loss medication. So you don't have to have diabetes. Mm. And that one is called Wagovi. Okay. And so with Ozempic, it's harder to prescribe to someone who doesn't have diabetes, but Wagovi, you could get whether you have diabetes or not. Correct. Yep. So yeah. Ozempic, um, especially um, now the insurance companies require us to show that the patient's a type 2 diabetic. Mm. It wasn't like that at the beginning, so there was a lot mm-hmm. of off-label use. But yeah. now, you know, they're on they're on to us kind of yeah. a thing. And yeah, like, no, if you're prescribing that, you have to say they're diabetic, show us the yes. lab, and prove it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, what have you seen just with patients you work with over the past few years as far as people coming to you wanting one of these like GLP ones and maybe people who don't have diabetes. Um, Mm -hmm. and I know, I mean, I guess depending on where you're getting referrals from, but I know when you're getting referrals from eating disorder therapists and dietitians, it may be different, (laughs) but for just other patients you're seeing, yeah. What is, what are you kind of noticing there? Yeah. I mean, everyone knows about it. It's brought up Mm. if not a daily basis, like multiple times a week. Yeah. Um, word is definitely out. And most people asking, you know, aren't diabetic. Yeah. Um, it is a very effective diabetes medication. You know, it's mm-hmm. really effective at lowering A1C. It's not a perfect medication, but I definitely think there's a place for it. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, about maybe 10 to 20% of my p- patient population are from the eating disorder world or mm-hmm. want to be treated from a health at every size lens. The other 80 
look at me like I'm crazy, you know, when I make those yeah. suggestions. So yeah. it's, it's a balancing act and definitely yeah. ethically it's tricky because mm-hmm. I'm never the one bringing up weight loss, but it gets brought up a lot. Yeah. So it's, it's complicated. Yeah. And what is it? Cause I've even thought about that. Like if you have a patient coming to you, who's wanting like Wagovi for mm-hmm. weight loss, like, I guess, can you like not prescribe it to them? Or is that kind of like a hard dilemma of like, yeah, so I need to say yes. Or at the end of the day, like it's my decision what to prescribe. Not. Um, and I always start with a conversation around being healthy in any size body, mm-hmm. the limitations of the BMI calculation. Yeah. The fact that weight is so complicated, that it's mm-hmm. genetics, it's hormones, it's, you know, weight cycling issues from the past, that it's not, it's not calories in calories out mm-hmm. and their inability to maintain weight loss is not a moral failure and that it's very normal and it's how our bodies totally. work. So mm-hmm. I kind of start from that lens um, and explain a little bit about, you know, how I feel about health at every size. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people have never heard of it and are open to it. Most of the time they're like, oh, that's great for other people, but yeah. I need to lose weight. Yes. And, you know, I have prescribed Wagovi and mm. I've had good experiences and bad with patients. Yeah. I'm more open to it when they have, you know, some medical conditions where weight loss might be helpful. Yeah. You know, hypertension, diabetes, if they've got really bad arthritis, joint issues, mm. you know, I feel a little less ethically <laughs> pulled totally. in, in those scenarios. And I always talk them through the fact that they still have to eat. Mm-hmm. that their hunger cues are going to be gone. They're not yeah. going to get that signal that it's lunchtime. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I wasn't doing that, I would have people come back for follow-up and to be like, oh, it's great. And I look up and it's four o'clock and I haven't eaten. I'm like, no, that's not yeah. great. Yeah, Not great. Not what we want. No. So talking through some of those expectations mm-hmm. early on of you still have to eat consistently mm-hmm. has helped. Um, yeah but it's, it's tricky. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm sure too, for you, when it's like a majority of the patients you're seeing aren't coming to you for that, like eating disorder, health at every size, intuitive eating lens. And so it can be hard of like, okay, I can, you know, do my part as far as like educating them on health at every size, letting them know those things you mentioned but it's hard because it's like the time that you get with them. I mean, even going back to like insurance and how much time you even get with your patients, like it's probably not even enough to make a ton of change where it's no. like maybe they'll see a dietitian or a therapist or someone who can kind of dig deeper with them. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's like you can only kind of like plant these seeds versus right. like expecting one conversation to provoke all this you know, yeah. life change for them. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's a huge commitment to really mm-hmm. work on your relationship with food and your body. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's what I tell people, like it's a process and you need a therapist to come alongside mm-hmm. you. You need a, a dietitian or a food therapist, as I call you guys yeah. to come alongside <laughs> you. And that's, that's a lot of time. It's a lot of resources. And some mm-hmm. people literally don't have the resources to do that. And, but a lot yeah. of people just aren't interested. They think it's great for other people. Well, but they're still really entrenched in diet culture. And yes, we know our world makes it hard for people to live when they're in a bigger body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
it is it is hard do you see and i guess it may depend on how long you've been prescribing like i guess wagovi especially mm-hmm. um but any of these like do you see it kind of operating similarly to like fad diets that we've seen of like okay this may you know make you lose some weight short term but you know we're not changing certain habits or we're not like yeah do you see it being something where it's like yeah. this works but then it leads them running to something else um or is That's it like, a great I question they can take it and for the rest of their life yeah it is a maintenance medication and so that's what mm-hmm. i tell people that this is designed to get on and stay on it um mm-hmm. forever and mm-hmm. right now we only have limited years of data so semaglutide yeah was FDA approved in 2017. So it's been six years that it's been out. Wagovi mm-hmm. was, you know, released in 2021. So I mm-hmm. think more time is needed, but I haven't mm-hmm. seen rebound weight gain as long as people stay on it. Mm-hmm. But I do think the perception when people come in is, oh, I'm going to take this for a few months, lose yeah. all this weight, come off of it. Um, you know, and I try to coach them through, like it's like every other restrictive um, you know, diet program, whatever you want to call it. If you, if, if you can't sustain that, you're just going to rebound and and then some, and that weight cycling is really harmful. So I try to, you know, set them up at the beginning, like this is forever as far as we know now. Yeah. Have you seen it get to a point with any patients where it's like, okay, you might need to come off this. You're losing too much or kind of even like you were saying of like, we need to make sure we're still eating. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I guess maybe what are, what are kind of those like checks and balances you look for to make sure things aren't getting to a point of being like disordered or maybe even like borderline eating disorder behaviors. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely happened. Um, especially early on in, in the use when I wasn't as good about screening or coaching them through. So I've had to take a few people off and recommend they seek treatment. Yeah. Um, so that's, it's a problem. And, mm. you know, tracking their weight too at, at each visit because it should yeah. stabilize. Mm-hmm. So the expectation is like 10% of body weight. Mm-hmm. Um but if someone just continues and continue and keeps on and on, then that tells me they've probably developed some disordered habits as well. Yes. Yes. That's so true about like tracking the weight too, of like, if it gets below a point mm-hmm. that can yeah, probably be a good indicator for you too. Is it a med where like people yeah. could like take more of the dose than they're supposed to or things like that? Or do you feel like it's pretty, like structure, um, like it would be hard. Recommendation. So with Govi, it's it's really not possible to take too much because you would just be running out. So it's a pen, and yeah. you dial up to the dose you're prescribed. And if you know, if, I don't even think you can dial past the dose. I'm not sure. Um, yeah. But um, so that would be difficult. Mm-hmm. But there are like weight loss clinics where they're doing compounded semaglutide. Mm, and yeah. you know, I'm not as familiar with it, but they they're compounding it, they're making it. I'm not sure where they they source it because it's not from like the pharmaceutical company mm. that produces Wagovi. Mm-hmm. And then that gets dispensed. Um, I don't know. However, the clinic does it. I'm not even sure. 
Mm, Yeah, that makes sense. Well, yeah. What do you think has helped you, I guess, in your own journey and kind of navigating that like balance of knowing where you stand with like health at every size and all of that, but then also working as a nurse practitioner. Um, And again, like I said, knowing like, okay, the majority of the patients coming to me maybe aren't familiar with health at every size, don't really care. Um, So yeah, what helps you just kind of even like manage that balance for yourself? Yeah, it's been really tough. You know, I think they, I see them in follow up every three to Mm -hmm. six months when they're on Wagovi. So they keep getting that message Mm -hmm. from me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, you know, when I say, should I even be prescribing this at all? You know, I go back Mm -hmm. and forth. Yeah. And then I think through if they're in another office, they're, mm-hmm. if they want this, their insurance covers it, they're going to pay uh, for yeah. it. Yeah. They're going to go somewhere mm-hmm. else and they're probably not going to get the same messaging. And yeah, they would probably only get positive feedback is no matter mm-hmm. how low their weight got. So I don't know. Totally. I justify it in that way. Yeah. But, and that's a really good point where, yeah, it's like, if people want it, they're going to find a way to get it. There's plenty of physicians they could go to but you'd rather than be getting this like good messaging around all bodies being good and health at every size because who knows maybe one of those appointments it'll click for them um or they'll start to hear that coming up more on like social media or through friends or wherever um versus yeah other you know clinics or especially like weight loss clinics where they maybe wouldn't be getting that kind of messaging. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. And I did misspeak about the Wagovi pen. It's mm-hmm. actually uh-huh. dose, like each pen is one dose. Oh, so you yes. can't mess with it, yeah. Yes. I was thinking of Ozempic, you dial up. Wagovi right. is just one set. Yes. yes, so it does, yeah, control that more. Right, right. That makes sense. Um, well, yeah, thank you for taking time to uh, chat with us about all of this because I know it's very much um, a hot topic right now. And I think <laughs> yes, it is. we'll probably continue to be in years to come. Um, right. But yeah, I There's think more more meds coming out. So, oh, yeah, I having things to talk about. Yes, I believe it. And it's I mean, I feel like it's probably hard because obviously these like pharmaceutical companies are making tons of money off of yes. this too. And so they're going to One interesting thing though, I have found funny as mm-hmm. they have the reps, you know, come into the office and are promoting mm-hmm. it. Now they're saying, you know, diet and exercise doesn't work. And <laughs> we have all this research and this yeah. data about how this, this isn't going to work and the weight cycling's mm-hmm. bad. And, you know, that's what they're using to promote the medication. Yeah. I'm like, well, that's a good message to get yeah. out. At yeah, least. Totally. <laughs> oh, I'd say a lot funny. of providers are hearing that message now. That yeah. That wouldn't have been. That's something totally. good. Oh my gosh. Which is so funny. And I guess that probably helps them sell their medication too, because it's like, of course, know, people of have course. realized that. Um, but yeah, it's like, now we just need people to connect the dot of like, okay, what if I don't need to do anything? Or like, what if what I need to do is actually like work on improving my relationship with food and body. Right. And then a lot of like how we talk about it at our practice is like, then kind of viewing weight as this like secondary thing, or like this quote unquote side effect of like, okay, my weight may change, but it may stay the same. It may go up. Like, 
I don't know right. what's going to happen, but I know if I'm improving my relationship with food, getting in these good habits, I can trust where it's going to land, right. which I know is way easier said than done, but that's like the work right. we do with clients over, you know, oftentimes months and years and that sort of thing. Yeah. Well, you're doing great work. Uh, thank you. So are you. <laughs> we need more <laughs> clinicians like you um, in natural and just across the US. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, well, yeah. Thank you so much um, again for taking time for this. Um, I know this will be a really helpful episode for people to listen to. Yeah. Thanks, Dylan. Thanks so much for joining today's episode on the free method podcast. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a five-star review that helps others discover this message of freedom. Share this with your friends and make sure you tag us on Instagram at free method nutrition. And if you're ready to start your own journey to freedom, I'd love to offer you a free call to chat with me about your health goals. Head to freemethodnutrition.com slash free call to schedule yours. We will see you in the next episode.